we here now. The table is set now. We got a finals. All right, look, man. Shout out to my boy, Greg. Shout out to Greggy, young, black, and bothered. Uh, he's a Celtics fan. You know what I'm saying? We've been we've been going back and forth for the past couple of days. You know, he knows I'm a Laker fan. And I told him, though, I said, as a sports fan, I would like to see Boston and Golden State because it's a much, much more intriguing matchup, right? You know what I'm saying? You got Boston, you know, a top five defensive team, not just in regular season, but really the best defense, team defense in the playoffs, right? I think everybody can agree on that. And then you have Golden State. Everybody knows about Golden State. It's a Golden State reloaded team, you know, with Jordan Poole, you know, being the X factor, I should say. And I think, you know, I, and I was going for Miami. Why? For various reasons. For one, fuck Boston. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just out the gate, you know, as a Lakers fan. The second thing was, yo, I really, I really enjoyed Jimmy Butler's performance in a bubble against us. I mean, I, obviously, I'm a Lakers fan, so I didn't want them to win. I wanted to sweep them. But what he showed what he showed in this series, he showed in the finals against us in the bubble. And I will always appreciate that, man, because he did, his, he, he did what he had to do. You know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he has a solid squad. That's, that squad got to the finals two years ago, right? And then this particular squad, he has help. This is unlike Luca. This is the total opposite of Luca. This is he has help. They just not knocking down shots. They went, you know, the Celtics led the game all game. I mean, they led it you know, all game, and it seemed like that that nine to twelve point threshold that they had throughout the game was just it was thick. I mean, I think they got it down to maybe three or two points. I want to say they did. And it came down to what a lot of people feel like was a questionable shot attempt, three-point shot attempt by Jimmy Butler. Look here, man. This is what he gets paid for. This is why he's the number one action, to take those shots. You don't question your number one option. You know, I mean, I, unless they make questionable moves, I don't think that was a questionable shot, Cal. I don't. I, I honestly believe that that was a good three-point. That was a good look. You know, and, and maybe if he would have, you know, hit him with the hezzy, he would have had a one-on-one -on -one between him and that rim. I mean, be, between him and I forgot. Maybe I think it was Horford in the paint. But you, I, I think he would have, you know what, now that I think about it, I mean, maybe he probably would have had a better chance of getting an and one attempt, a layup or a dunk, whatever the case may be. That's just, if you go back to the play, if you go back to the three-point play, they bit on the three. I, I forgot who the defender was, but when he pulled up, he definitely could have hit him with the hezzy and got to the right. Jimmy Butler could have got to the right, right? I think he just, that he felt that wasn't a bad shot. It's just that you look at it as a bad shot because it didn't go in. Because if it was the other way around, we would be praising him right now. And even if he would have hit that shot, it was a, still a possibility that they could have lost that game. You know, so I think it was more so of them worrying about going ahead or tying the game, whatever the case may be. Um, no, nah, man, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hate him for that. I'm not going to hate him for that. But let's get to it, though, man. Let's get now. I got some other news. You know, Lakers had some news over the weekend. Uh, interesting stack about Iggy. You know what I'm saying? 
But, you know, and also uh, the Celtics coach, uh, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'm, I'm going to study this week. And then we also had a boxing matchup. Um, GTD. <laughs> GTD versus Rolando. Was it Rolando? Rolando Romero? Yeah, yo, I'll get to that in a minute. Anyhow, no, let's get. Let's matter of fact, let's 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 hold off for the Celtics and Miami matchup. Push that to the end because let me run through these quick little uh, quick little weekend topics. So my Lakers hired Darvin Ham. BTG, how you feel about that? Do you think that was the correct? I do. Bunk what Stephen A is saying. Yeah, I see y'all still watching first take. Everybody's still watching first take, dog. I, I hate when niggas ask questions like, "Y'all still watching that, nigga?" Yeah, y'all still watching that. You know, because that's where we getting our, that's where we getting fed from. That's where we we getting the interesting hot takes. You know what I'm saying? But Stephen A, I will say this: one thing is correct. Yo, as long as they if they keep that same roster, I'm not sure what coach can come in and turn that around because it's not it's, at that point. It's not up to the coaches; it's up to the players to decide their roles within that philosophy of whatever the coach is going to bring to the table, right? But do I like the hire in general? Yeah, it's a black head coach for one. Two, he has done his due diligence. You know what I'm saying? He didn't set on championship. Uh, hell, he won a championship as a Detroit. He was on that Detroit Pistons squad when they beat us. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? He has championship pedigree as not as just a player, but as a coach on the bench because he's on the bench with uh, Milwaukee, you know? So he knows a little something, and he's been in the league. He's been in the league. You know, at one point they called him Baby Jordan. He shattered some backboards in his life. He didn't tore some rims up, you know what I'm saying? Go do your Googles. You know, he was, he was, he was one of, yeah, you, you, we probably would have, we probably needed him in a dunk contest last year, for sure. Uh, but I'm cool with the hire. I, I'm definitely cool with the hire. I, 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 and it's a four year deal. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, let's see, let's see if he can get it done. Let's see if he can get it done. You know what I'm saying? I like the hire. I like the hire. Iggy, yo, shout out to oh, what up though? Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Otis. My Detroit cast and the past couple of episodes, they kept asking why every time the Golden State game is on, they put the camera on Iggy, right? Well, they put it on Iggy for various reasons. Um, he is or was very important to a couple of his title, a couple of their title runs, right? Not only that, Iggy has been to the finals seven times. That's the most. That's the most from a player. That's not a that that was not a Laker or a Boston player. Look it up. Shout out to D Murph. Look it up. Iggy has been to the finals seven times. Hear what I'm saying? Because we know there's other role players. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Big Shot Bob. We know he got eight. But you know how many times? You know how many times? Bron has been to the finals. How many times? Curry has been to the finals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Iggy. Iguodala, Andre Iguodala has been to the finals seven times. That has not been a Laker or a Boston player. It's pretty impressive, man. It's pretty goddamn impressive right there. So, outside of that, I talked earlier a little bit about it. We had a little boxing match this weekend. I wasn't really into it. And I'm usually like that with boxing. It's like... 
when I when I know it's a boxing match, and sometimes it flies by me because I'm not really into boxing at, at that much. Like you know, I, I definitely tune in to some of the major fights and shit like that, but I don't really be into boxing like that, so I can't really front. But uh, Javante Davis had a fight versus Rolando Romero. I think I think Romero's from, if I'm not mistaken, he might be from uh, Vegas. If I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, but yo, have y'all heard that nigga talk, man? Nobody, nobody, this is not even, yeah, it's bad. If y'all want to, man, take y'all time and go and check some highlights of him talking about fights and shit like that. It's real bad. It's real bad. But he got his ass knocked out in the sixth round. And when I tell you, there shouldn't have been no complaints about the ref stopping that fight. Because as he was, well, he walked right out. He didn't even, he didn't even go as a man. He didn't go and say, yo, I'm not even, I can't even fault him for that. Because like, yo, if you really feel like it's a rivalry and you really don't like old boy, then don't do it. Don't dap. Walk about it here. Braun has done it. You know what I'm saying? After that Orlando matchup, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you really don't like the, if you really don't like the cat, then you ain't got to show good sportsmanship. That's how I feel about it. That's real. You know what I'm saying? That's, don't be fake about it if you really don't like the cat. But I think it was more so of an embarrassment. I think he should have took that as an ass whooping and just said, you know what I'm saying? You got the best of me this fight. You could probably you can see him uh, later on down the road. You know what I'm saying? I think it would be a, a solid rematch um, because he was actually holding his own. He was actually holding his own doing that. And he came out as the aggressive, as the aggressive one. As, at one point, I'm like, yo, he really... He really doing his thing. But we already know with boxing, the first some odd rounds, they trying to figure out the other boxer. And I think what you call it kind of figured him out. You know what I'm saying? Javante kind of figured him out. And he figured him out, you know what I'm saying, six rounds later. They didn't even go to full 12. You feel me? Uh, knocked his ass out. And when I tell you that nigga was out of it all the way until that nigga got to the goddamn dressing room, he was. you could just tell. Nigga was out. He was out. caught him good. It reminded me of Martin. <laughs> he got his ass good, but um, that was that was that was Saturday night. But moving on to Game Seven, man. Moving on to Game Seven, I was hyped for it because shit, this was the only thing that was gonna be on. You know what I'm saying? I was definitely watching Stranger Things with the wife, but you know what I'm saying that was the only sport sporting event that I was really into. I think the Dodgers played the Diamondbacks. Did they play the Diamondbacks? I don't know. I think they ended up winning though too. But no, nah, I mean we're talking about the Game Seven. The Eastern Conference Finals, I'm locked in, man. Miami versus the Boston Celtics. Tyler Hero only played six minutes, gave them nothing but two shots, and got up out of their apparent growing in injury. So he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't finish the game. And I, and they definitely, and yo, and they scratched though. But you could tell they, like I said, bro, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, I don't care who it is. You need all your soldiers. The game must go on. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to stop and say, ah, oh, because such and such had went down. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop. No, they're not about to wait for you to heal up. You got to keep going and all that. But that next man bullshit is, that's bullshit. Because if, if nigga, if you was that good, then you would be starting for another team. Or you'd be getting more minutes. Is there's a reason why niggas is coming off the bench or not getting that much time at all. And then sometimes even the organization and coach get it wrong where they have a gym sitting on the bench. They got a real-life diamond in the rough on the bench, and sometimes it takes an injury to be unlocked. You know what I'm saying? But 
In this case, um, you know, the only the one that they was looking to step up was what's the guy Max Struss? That's his name. And yeah, he got it, he got it. his his last name is kind of crazy, Max. Um, yo, he had a big three late in the game where they took three they took three points off the board because they thought he stepped out of bounds. But under further review, and they reviewed the review, I think. And I, they never gave the three points back. His heel did not touch that line. So they took three points away. But that's part of the game right there. That's part of the game. You know, like, uh, human errors, they're, they're referees. And even though they got technology to help them out, they messed up on that one. They took the three away from that. They needed that. They needed that. Now, the game would have changed. Obviously, if you put that three back, whatever happened after they changed that, after they changed it back, the whole dynamic of the game changes. Now, it still would have probably went in. I mean, not probably, but it's a possibility that it still goes in Celtics' favor. But when you take a chance away from Miami like that, you know, even if you do that with, speaking of, yo, the Celtics picked up the most offensive fouls I've ever seen in my life. Like, some of them wasn't really, you know, some of them was questionable. But, God damn, I need to go and see how many offensive fouls the refs called on Boston, especially in the second half. Man, it was it was it was a good it was a good um it was a good window. It was a good window. Like Jalen Jalen Brown showed up. Uh Jason Tatum showed up. It was yeah. It was something else. Now I will say this though, Greg, if you listening, shout out to my boy Greg, like I said, young black and about it. Yo, even Cal. No, Murph, you gotta hear this too. All these yo, big Mike, OTR, hear this. I hate Boston, and y'all know that for obvious reasons. Jason Tatum, one of Jason Tatum's favorite players is who? Who? Kobe Bryant. Who does Kobe Bryant play for or play for? The Los Angeles Lakers. I thought that was pretty dope, and uh, it came out today that he sent Kobe a text message prior to the game, seven, saying, you know, I wouldn't say he said, I got you, or something like that. It was very motivational to himself. It was very dope. Uh, you could tell Kobe meant a lot to him, and he patented his game after Kobe. Now I will say this though: he wore a purple, he wore a purple and yellow wristband, armband, number twenty-four. It had Kobe on there. I can honestly tell you that's a dope, um, that's a dope thing that he did. That's a dope representation. I, we got the message. Uh, he giving Kobe his flowers in the game seven against Miami Heat. That was dope. But I can almost promise you this, Greg. There's not a Boston Celtic player, and we fucking love Bird. <laughs> we love Larry Bird. We do. But there's not a there's not a Boston player that we would that a Laker player would ever wear a wristband for just to let you know just to let you know that your guy did his thing and got his team to the finals off the motivation of a kobe Bryant armband just to let you know and it was purple and he yo the lakers was on the court in the eastern conference finals my nigga just think about that they played well you know what I'm saying? Brown showed up. And really, Marcus Smart was the X Factor. I think he had like 27 or something like that. That's the X Factor right there. Al Horford. Yo, shout out. 
the hand of the time went back all through the playoffs for Al Horford. And shout out to him because I think this is his first time in the finals. Uh, that's deep. And you know what? He has experience in the finals, but in college. So he got championship pedigree in him. He just never had it in the, in, in the NBA. But I think he still, that's a still, that's still a good veteran player to have in the finals. I don't think he, it's a possibility if you've never been there that, you know, you, you're going to get, you're going to get shell shocked. Like you're going to get, um, you might get, you, you go, your bugs are going to be going, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have, you have a, 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 a fluttery stomach. Good butterflies are going to be going to work. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? It happens to the best of them. Everybody get a little bit nervous and stuff like that before you get locked in. But I think Al, Al Horford is the perfect person as a veteran on that team right now. You know what I mean? And they need everybody to show up. Now, let's get to the predictions. I told, I told Greg I would have my predictions. He ain't trying to hear it. That's all because he's nervous as shit right now. I, yo, and real quick, real quick, I did not know Golden State had a total of six titles. They're tied with Chicago. And there's a possibility. Here's the history that's on the line. Boston is tied with the Lakers with 17. And then there's a huge drop-off to where Golden State and the Bulls are tied at six. And it's looking like both teams have a chance to make history. Boston can go after 18 and have the most championship titles in the whole entire NBA. And Golden State has a chance to pass the Chicago Bulls, right? Um, that's just different right there. That's history right there. And Curry has a chance to finally get a finals MVP. You know what I mean? So we'll see what that is about Tatum. Yo, if Tatum was to help Boston to get over this, well, he got over the edge because he had, he said himself, yo, I've been to three Eastern conference finals in five years. That's, that's a pretty good resume. That's a pretty good resume. And he, he has beaten, um, he has beaten KD. He has beaten Giannis. He has beaten um, uh, who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Jimmy Butler. You know what I'm saying? He has he has faced some monsters. He has faced LeBron in the East. He has a resume. He has everything to say. Yo, I could be a top ten player. He's not a top ten player right now. Not right now, right? And I hate this era because this era is whatever you've done late lately is how we're going to judge you. It's kind of like how they do the, 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 the schools out here. It's like every assignment that they give you, no matter if it's in, in, in schoolwork, homework, a quiz, whatever the case may be, your, your grade is based off of every piece of the assignment that you get. No assignment is greater than the, I mean, they might have different point scales, but whatever you done last, that's what we're grading you off of. Not just your overall career at the moment. And I personally don't think, you know what I'm saying, shout out to Murphy agrees that Jason Tatum is right there on the outside of the top 10, right? Now, do you think if he beat Curry and Golden State, that would be a huge leap for him? You know what I mean? Like, you got to be consistent at one point. Like, you could be placed inside the top 10 after a good uh, series especially in the finals, and then you get a finals MVP, that might place you in the top 10, probably in that top six or seven. You know what I mean? But after that, you got to keep it consistent, like Giannis. Giannis will probably be in the top three for a while. Luka would be up there as well. 
You know what I mean? But Giannis got some hardware to back it up. You know? Um, we got that we got them go to state guys though. Uh I don't see and anything can happen. Don't get me wrong, a lot can happen. I'm in my car, so I'm opening up the door to get some get a little breeze or whatever. Anything can happen. You know, like I said, Boston has a top five defense, but Golden State has a top five offense. Now it's about to be the clash of the clash. I believe in defense. I think I think defense actually wins games and championships. I believe in that. But that's an offense that's once it get going, it's hard to stop. Now they split in the regular season. You know what I'm saying? They split in the regular season, so I guess that's something more more so for Boston than anything. But I say I say Golden State in six. I can see Boston pulling out two games. I can even I can even see Boston still in one and Golden State. But I definitely think I, I definitely think uh, Golden State is going to win this in six, in six. And game one is going to be very, very, very important. And this is going to be in San Fran. So we'll see. Jason Tatum, you know, when anytime you're in the playoffs and you go deep, it's a part of your legacy. So is it a legacy game? Absolutely. Now, would it go against him if he doesn't lose? No. I don't think it's that. I think when people hear legacy game, I think they think it's like a make or break type of thing. Like it's going to affect their, their legacy in a negative way if it's not in their outcome. But that's not true. You know, Jason Tatum is a young cat. I want to say he's somewhere, what, 23? He got a lot. He got a lot of ball to play. A lot, man. A lot. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine we're talking about Jason Tatum at the age of 30. What he would have accumulated you know what I'm saying, in between that time. So, no, does it go against Curry? Well, it might be a little bit concerning seeing that this is one of the better teams that he's playing with in Golden State and to lose as much as that offense is very high-powered, etc. Um, you know, these cats are getting older over there in Golden State. His role might change a little bit. You know, that's why Jordan Poole is such an important factor because he got the youth, the athleticism on his side right now where the the Splash Brothers, you know, we already know about Clay coming back off of a, you know, an injury that kept him out of basketball for a very long time. And then you got Curry who is getting older. And he's still playing out of his mind, but, you know, it's not as... Eventually, you'll lose a father time. And I'm saying they're in, like, the beginning stages. You know what I'm saying? It's not where Bron is at on, you know, with Bron on his way out. It could be at any moment. But I definitely got Golden State winning six, um, you know, in game six. Well, going six games, I should say. Four-two. Four-two Golden State. So that's my prediction, Greg. I know you don't like it because you're a Boston fan, but it is what it is, man. I mean, if they end up winning, which I doubt, uh, I'm not afraid to give them their props. But, you know, me, I don't give a shit about Boston. I hope it's a sweep. <laughs> but at the same time, man, I like everybody on that Boston roster, man. Solid roster, man. I respect Tatum and Brown and, and, and definitely uh, Marcus Smart for being an anchor of that team. They got a couple of other players that's solid as well. Um, and then here's another interesting one. So uh, Boston's rookie head coach 
or whatever, is the first rookie head coach to win multiple game sevens. That's impressive. That means adversity. That means they sticking in there. That means they gutting it out and coming out with the with the W and and clutch game. So shout out to Boston for that one. Shout out to the rookie head coach for that one. And that's it, man. Open run with BTG. I'll see y'all next week. Yo, shout out to Darvin Ham, man. Let's get this shit done.